God, God change, change the atmosphere, atmosphere so I can hear, so I can hear to, receive to receive and achieve. And achieve. God, God change, change the atmosphere, atmosphere so I can hear, so I can hear to, receive to receive and achieve. And achieve. I'm alive. Uh, today. today, so I about live my past. See does that make impact every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my actions. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need, I need to stop, stop. lying to myself. to myself because, because the, only the only one I'm fooling, I'm fooling is, is myself. myself. I'm not a fake. I'm not a fake. I'm not a fake. No matter how I feel, no matter what I see, no matter what it looked like. I'm not a fake. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life, health, your strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family in you. So God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we may have said or done that will reach our relationship with you and even each other. Lord, I pray that you continue to help every man here realize and know there's more people concerned about their success than their failures, God. Help them to keep moving forward, God, in spite of how they may feel, in spite of what they may see, in spite of what it may look like. God, let them know that you have not forgotten about them. God, we thank you for another day that we've never seen, but yet you set in motion from the foundations of the earth. So, God, we say thank you. We're not worthy of anything, but, God, we thank you for doing what you're doing in our lives now. We could have been somewhere else, but, God, we thank you for where we are today, God. Help us to appreciate the work that's going on in our lives and continue to know that we're going to become that man that you called us to be. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about the middle, man, the middle. Middle, 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 middle. Hmm. For some reason, the middle just keep sticking out to me. And because quitting really doesn't really have a real impact until you really get in the middle. You need not starting thing. So not starting is just that not starting. But once you start a thing, the catch is, are you going to finish? Once you start a thing, are you going to finish? If you don't never start it, ain't nothing to think about. It. <laughs> you never started. But once you start it, now you got the question, am I going to finish? Am I going to finish? Because once you start it, you got a choice. To finish it or quit. <laughs> to finish it or quit. So when you starting out the beginning stages, what are some of the questions you ask yourself when you starting anything? What are some of the questions? How long is it gonna take? How long is it gonna take? What else? What you might do? 
Huh? I might not like it. What else? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What else? What I'm gonna get out of? What I'm gonna get out of? What else? You started it now. This is starting stage. What I'm gonna get out of? What else? What it's like what, when, where, why, how. What, when, why, how? All that in the beginning stage. What's it gonna take you to complete? What's it gonna take for me to complete it? What else? People gonna get on my nerves. If people gonna get on my nerves. Is this gonna further me in life? Say again? Is this gonna further me in life? Is this gonna further me in life? And with, what else? Something came up better. Something came up better. And a lot of times, those questions, all those questions you, you said at the starting part, sometimes prevents you from getting started. Nothing wrong with those questions. But sometimes you can ask so many questions that you begin to start saying, well, nah, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> you talk yourself out of it. Talk yourself out of Because you start asking all these questions in the beginning. Which are some good questions. But that keeps people, but what you end up doing a lot of times with all those questions, it prevents you from moving. It'll prevent you. If you walk into this program and you ask the question, okay, how long is the program? We give you the information about the program. What is it going to take for me to complete this program? You get all that information. You get everything, all those questions answered. What happens then? Do you still follow through or do you say, well, no, I don't know. And you know you need to do what being asked of you to do. So sometimes we have problems at the starting point because sometimes we really don't want to do it. That's it. We really don't want to do it. So we think about doing it. Remember, I keep giving y'all these two words. You're going to always see them. They're going to come up. Want versus need. Them two words don't come up with anything. When it comes down to even dating a woman, do I want to date her or do I need to be with her? Do I want this job or do I need this job? You're going to keep hearing that because want, want is always going to be desired. Need is going to always be essential. The need will never turn to a want, but a want will always try to disguise itself as a need. Let me say that again. A need will never be a want, but a want will disguise itself to be a need. Let's say that. The need, the need. will never be a want, but a want, but a want, but a want can disguise, disguise itself, itself as a need. As a need. Let's say it again. A need, a need will, never will never be a want, be a want. but a want will disguise, disguise itself, itself as a need. As a need. Example. Water is a essential. That's a need. Coke, liquor, <laughs> is a desire. I can put it like that, seriously. Because what has happened for those who got addicted to alcohol, alcohol became your beverage of choice. <laughs> See how I said that? Your beverage of choice. 
But that beverage of choice is a desire. You can live without alcohol, but you can't live without water. See that? That beverage of choice has now disguised itself as a need. But it really started out as still a want. But it doesn't disguise itself as a need. Because that's why you keep doing it. Because like, I got to get me a Say it. How you say it? Don't say it. I need a what? I need a drink. I do that. I need a drink of water, but I say I need a Coke. See, because that Coca-Cola now has disguised itself as a need, but it's really just a want. Interesting piece there. Because if we start looking at what we need versus what we want, I guarantee you we'll make different but we're going back to this, the middle. So we started out with the beginning stages. The questions started, you know, you start with the questions. And then let's move away from just starting with the questions. Now you end. You've decided, I'm going to do whatever this is I'm going to do. I'm going to do whatever it is that I'm going to do. So I left the beginning, now I'm in the middle. What happens in the middle that stops us from getting to the end? What are some of the things that happen in the middle? Get tired. You get tired? Get you get distracted? Complacent. You get complacent. What else? Frustrated. 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 Impatient. Impatient. Oh, yes. Lose focus. What else happens in the middle? You think you know it all? You think you know it all. What else happens in the middle? You try to tell help how to help. What happens in the middle now is that that's good, but what happens in the middle now you start question is it worth it? You got this now. Yep. You start feeling like you got it already. But you start questioning is it worth it? Because the thing that sometimes we don't realize is that when you're in the middle, you're just as close to the beginning as well as the end. Take this out now. You're in the middle. Those old thoughts come up. Why did I even get into this? <laughs> See that? Why did I get into this? You go back to that. The next thought come up. Do I really want to finish this? Be over baby house. Say it again. I can be over baby house. I can be over to my baby house. I ain't got to do this. I don't have to. Do so you start questioning: Is it working? Think about it. It's little. Because in the beginning, you was asking, "Should I get involved?" Right? That's the first question. Should I get involved? That's in the beginning. In the middle, why am I still involved? Do I really want to finish this? Think about it. In the middle, you start saying, I'm involved, but do I want what what's in it for me now? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? I don't put this time in and things ain't happening fast enough. So why should I do it? See, because it took time from the beginning to get to the middle. That's time. Guess what? It's gonna take time. You get to the end. But what we don't do, we don't do this here. We don't measure. 
our time. We don't measure. We don't start looking at what I've accomplished from the beginning to the middle. See that? We start taking away from what we've already accomplished from the beginning to the middle. We'll feel like in the middle we haven't made no progress. See that? We'll say no progress. And I'm going to give you a word to help you know you got progress. And the word is incremental. Incremental. Incremental means a, a small increments. You go from $1 to $2. $2 to $5. Increments. So if you start looking at where you started from to where you are, you should be able to measure some incremental progress. Because if you measure the incremental progress, what that does, the incremental progress motivates you about getting to the end. But you got to look at the incremental progress. But what happened, we don't like small doses. Remember? We want everything quick and big. See that? That's that, that's that other word that we scattered. Let me see if y'all can see it. I'm going to put it up here and see if y'all can can y'all say that word? Wait, wait. Say it. Wait, wait. Say it again. Wait. Okay, y'all can bad over y'all mouth. Y'all don't like to say wait, boy. <laughs> y'all don't like to say wait. Because, see, anything that you're going to accomplish, there's a waiting period. Everything takes time. There's a waiting period. But why we keep quitting in the middle? Because we don't want to wait. And we're not looking at our progress. Think about it. If you look at your incremental progress, you say, wait a minute. Now, I remember when I first started, I didn't have no, no more than $20. Now I got $100. I got, when I first started, you know, stopped trying to drink. I was still drinking, but I stopped drinking every day. I started drinking three days out of the week. That's, that's progress. Some people say, oh, man, you still drink. But think about it. If you were drinking a six-pack a day, right? Now you're drinking two beers a day. Could that be like, like discipline, too? Yeah, that's a, that's a form of uh, that's reduction. See what I'm saying? But you get incremental progress. See that? But a lot of times, we don't look at that. Why? Why we don't look at the incremental stuff, the small stuff? Why? Because we've been messing up so long. We've been messing up so long? What else? Why we don't look at the small stuff? We think it's not necessary. We think it's not necessary. And another word is that we think the small stuff is insignificant. Yeah. That's why we kick pennies. <laughs> think about it. We kick a penny. We kick no dollar. Think about, think about that for a second. Now, how, how many of y'all done walk somewhere, y'all seen the penny? Y'all just take the penny, keep going. Matter of fact, overlook the penny. But if a dollar that old, man, let me pick that dollar up. Think about that, though. You'll kick a penny, but you'll pick up a dollar, but you don't recognize the dollar came about because of the penny. But it takes a hundred of them. Take a hundred pennies. But again, one penny prevents you from having a whole dollar. Hmm. 
incremental. See, that's my that's why you gotta remember small stuff. The Bible says, don't despise small beginnings. Small. See, that's the problem. You keep overlooking the small stuff. And the small stuff leads to big stuff. But if you stay with it during this time of development, you can get to the end. But if you overlook the incremental stuff and don't measure your progress, then you don't know if you're really progressing. Think about it. If you don't look at, if you came in here 60 days ago and you look at yourself today, you should be able to chart what has changed in your life over those 60 days. You should be able to do that. You should be able to say, well, when I came in, I was weighing 150 pounds. <laughs> I've been eating all these bologna and cheese sounds, I gained about 200. So I need to lose some weight. Or the opposite. When I came in, my health was in bad shape. But then, since I've been in this program, I've been able to go to the doctors, I've been able to get on some meds, I've been able to lose some weight, I've been able to get my teeth fixed, you know, I've been able to do whatever. You should be able to see your progress. You should be able to see in your bank account that I've grown financially better than I were, was when I first came in. I ain't had no money when I came in. At least I got a couple dollars, $100 up, because I got some incremental success. See, that's how people make money, because they look at the small stuff they do, and they just keep doing it over and over again. But what happens in the middle, we, start, we don't look at this. We don't look at it. I remember I was telling someone since I've been in school, I said, you know, look like school gonna take a long time. <coughs> you know, I've been in there about a year, and I look at the credits they have. You know, you have to have about 60 credits or something. And I said, oh, I ain't got no credits. And they said, I got about 20 now. I was like, wait a minute, you ain't have that when you first started. So when I looked at the fact that I got 20, that's progress. That's one third of the way you've been now. See that? That's one third. That? But sometimes we don't look at that. We look at if I don't have it all right now, then I'm failing. I'm failing. If I don't have everything right now, I'm failing. And then we start getting we closer to it, and then we start going backwards. Think about it. We start going backwards. How many of you men, somebody tell me, have you been in this program, since you've been in this program, have you said to yourself, I ain't making no progress? How many of you all have said that? Why did you say that? I mean, at first, because I didn't really want to be here. I didn't really want to be here. I really didn't want to be here. So that means all the time I'm being here, I'm fighting against what I should be doing versus what I want to do. I should be trying to get the information, but because I don't want to be here, I'm not receiving. I'm kicking against it. So I can't make progress because I ain't put myself in position to progress. You said you feel like you have made no progress? Why? You wanted to get a job right away. Right? Right. You wanted a job right away. But what are those other things that prevented you in the past from not working? Stability? What else? Were you drinking or drugging in the past? What, you, what were you doing that caused you to end up homeless? Uh, I 
hanging with the wrong crowd. But you've been working in the past, right? See that? So some of the things that we need to get together, we haven't gotten together, and yet we want to keep moving forward. That's the problem sometimes. Sometimes we want to be somewhere where we need to be in another spot to get us to the somewhere. Yes. But once I put that um, defects of character into submission, then I begin to see the progress. That brother said something deep there. Did you hear that? Did you hear what he just said? When he put that character defect under submission, submission, woo, that's a scary word, boy. Because submission means I'm giving up. Ah, submission says I have to give up my ways and learn a better way. So submission says I got to give up my ways to learn a better way, but guess what? I got to fight with my ego. My ego says I don't want to submit. I want to do it my way. But if your way is the wrong way, does it say that I maybe I'm in the way? Let me, let me say that again. <laughs> does my way appear to be the wrong way, not getting me where I need to go? Could it be that my way is the wrong way because I'm in the way? That's about it. I'm in the way. Because if I just move out of the way, I can see the way. I'm going to let that ride for a minute. Heard that? If I just move out of the way, I can see the way. Because could it be the way has already been made, but I've gotten in the way? Think about that for a second. Yes. I know sometimes I don't even want to wait. Once I start a job, I don't even want to wait to get paid. Like, you don't want to wait. wait. Get paid. Waiting is a part of it. But think about what I just said about the way. Have you ever, because when he said that, submit. When you submit, that means I'm giving up. I'm putting myself in position to learn. I'm putting myself in position to get out of the way. And that's the point. A lot of times we in the way. We in the way. And when we once we get out of the way, now we can really see. That's what submission does. But a lot of times we don't want to submit because our ego says, what you submitting for? You've been running it this way for the longest. It's been working for you when really it hasn't been working for you. But your head tell you it's working for you. And it's not. You know it's not working for you. You done been in jail. You done lost relationships. You done lost jobs. But that ego keeps saying, you all right. That's just that situation. <clears throat> you all right. You're going to be okay. And all the while, you're getting further and further behind. Sooner or later, you got to submit to something. See that? Once you submit, you can check things start changing. Because now you're saying, I'm going to open myself up to something different, something new, that can get me to the end. But you've got to start measuring where you are. I have to do that, man. I have to look at my stuff and say, wait a minute, where am I now? Where do I want to go? But if I don't measure where I am now, how do I know I'm even on the right track? See that? It's all about you going to the end. And again, when you're in the middle, 
I'm telling you, when you're in the middle of when you're in the middle of anything, that's the end, that's the beginning. Either way you want to look, they both there. You're right in the middle. You're right in the middle of it. Yes. Personally, when I get to the middle, I look at the beginning. And the middle saying that I made progress. And I had to spend some time with you to my, you know, whatever I'm doing to get that progress. I say to myself, I don't put too much time in That is a, a way to say it. That's a way of looking at it. But how many of us do this here? We get in the middle, and this word shows up. Sabotage. Yeah. We get right in the middle. How do we end up sabotage? Somebody tell me they sabotage story. They was in the middle. What happened? <laughs> Come on, tell me. You was in the middle. Uh, well, I was in another program. You know, like I said, I went from the beginning to the middle. My middle was accumulate a whole lot of stuff. You know, clothes, shoes. You know, uh, I wasn't focused on what I needed to be focused on. You know, it was more about I, you know, uh, and I thought I had arrived. You know, uh, I started uh, going around people, places, and things. Not only that, but I was going around people, places, and things even in my mind because I didn't change my thinking. See that? And um, I guess the long story short, I sabotaged all of that because I went back. And me, for me, I don't want to say I read up, and this just for me, a lot of people said I read up, but I, I don't say I read up, I, uh, I set myself up. Set yourself up? I set myself up because, uh, I, and I seen it, like I seen it, but I didn't see it. You saw it, but you ignored it. I know it. I seen it, but I know it. Yep. You know, I, I really did. You know, uh, I made reservations. That's what the word I want to say. Made reservations. I made reservations to sabotage everything that I had uh, wow. accomplished. And I didn't <coughs> See how sabotage come up? How did you sabotage your middle situation? By, by taking my power back. You know, you learn things that get you to the middle, like network putting old things away, you know, opening up your heart, uh, uh, you know, trying new things, you know, doing the same thing, expecting a different result, you know, so you come and you learn, you know, how to do new things, and then when you get to the middle, now, now I want to strut like a peacock, I, I got it, you know what I mean, uh, and that? just basically leaving the network that you learned and behind, and now I can do it. Right. You ain't called nobody, you ain't came no meetings. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I, I don't need nobody now. right now. I'm good. good. The key to that is this, that ego. We fight with ourselves when we really need to free ourselves. See that? We fight with ourselves instead of freeing ourselves. And what I mean by that, we get mad about places where we are when actuality those places where you are is where you need to be at the time to get to the next level. It ain't moving fast enough. See that's fighting with ourselves versus freeing ourselves up saying I'm just gonna wait. 
ain't got it all together yet. I, I got a little bit more information, but there's still more to learn. See, when you always open to learning, you open to growing. Let me say that again. When you open to learning, you open to growing. Say, when I'm open, I'm open. To, learning, to learning, I'm open, I'm open. To, growing. to growing. When I stop learning, I stop growing. When you shut down learning, you don't grow no more. You don't. And so, no matter where you get at, no matter how far you are, you still got to be open to learning. Yeah. Because when you open to learning, you're constantly growing. And if you're constantly growing, guess what? You're going to get to that end result. See, when you find yourself not growing, you got to ask yourself, what's really going on with me? Woo! Think about that. When you're not growing, when you're not moving further, you got to ask yourself, what's going on with me? When I, uh, and I have found that and done that, but for me, when I find myself not growing, that means that I'm being totally minded. That I'm, not, is. I'm not open for no new ideas. That is. Hear that? I'm being closed-minded, not open to new ideas. So when, when you're not growing, that means it's on you. It ain't on other people. See that? Because a lot of times, we'll start blaming other people. Yeah. I ain't growing because of you. Girl, you got me all messed up. Y'all holding me back. No, ain't nobody holding you back. You holding you back. Because when you're not growing, you got to be able to see that. What's going on with me? Maybe I need to cut loose. <coughs> Who can him? Maybe I need to stop going over Shay House. Maybe I need to save some money. Maybe I need to stop looking at so much TV. Maybe I need to pick up a book. Maybe I just need to get on my knee and say, God, help me. Because I need it. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to just stop running and sit down somewhere and say, wait a minute, let me look at me. I mean, worry about everybody else. What's going on with me? Yes. Hey, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? You got, it's good. You got that meat thing now. Y'all go say, say, hey, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. How you doing, Patrick? Make you feel well. Okay, go ahead. Okay. My life is okay. But I want a better life. But I want a better life. 
And see, because there's three levels. There's good, there's better, there's best. Why you want to stop with this good? Think about that. Why you just want to stop at good? When there's better, there's best. Why settle for less when you can have a better life? That don't make sense. If you can have better and best, your best life. But that's when you keep moving. You don't stop in the middle. You keep moving. When you open yourself up to new opportunity, new information, you're growing, man. You're growing. You may not even know how to handle money. But you talk to somebody, somebody say, man, this is how you do your money, you do this, this, and that, you get some new information. Now you know, okay, I can save more money by doing this. Yeah, why buy this when I can hold off on this? Just that information alone. Think about it. When you get new information, you start operating differently. That's how you start operating differently. You get new information. It's new information. That's how it gets you to the end. But you can't stop. You cannot stop. You got to keep moving on. You can't stop in the middle. Because again, and this is a statement that I came up with, in order to see the end result, you cannot stop in the middle. In order to see the end, you cannot stop in the middle. You can be playing a game, man. You can be loose. But if you stay with it, you can finish it up. That's why halftime, halftime is the middle. Every game, halftime is the middle. Notice that, that's the middle. We're in the middle of this time. You got two quarters in the beginning, two quarters left. You might have messed up in the first two quarters. What about the next two quarters? How about this? You are in the middle of your life right now. You're in the first quarter. Some of y'all are in the first and second quarter of your life. You got the third and fourth still to finish up. What you gonna do with that third and fourth quarter? Okay. What you gonna do with this second half? See what I'm saying? And you gotta think that way, because when you start thinking about the second half, that's the middle, you can go and finish it up. See, that's how you gotta think about your life. This is where I am now. This is where I'm trying to go. What I'm doing with this next half of my life? I can't do nothing about that first half. That first half is gone. I can learn from it, but I can't go back to that first half. I can't duplicate the same behavior I had in the first half. Check that out now. This is what I just said. I cannot duplicate the same behavior I had in the first half because it did not work for me. That's why I can't go back and use drugs. That's why I can't go back and commit crime. It didn't work for me. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's what you guys said. Say I can't, I can't go back, go back to, the to the behavior of the past. Of the past. Because the behavior, because the behavior of, the of the past did not, did not work, work for, me. for me. That's why, That's why I have to, I have to do, do, do something, something different. different. Yeah. My first half, it didn't work for me. So now, I mean, I'm on the second half. I'm in the game and I'm ready to play, play my position and move on with my life. See that? 
Brother Mid, I, it didn't work for me. It didn't work. And you got to be willing to say that it did not work for me. Say it did not, it did not, it did not work, work for me. Work for me. I need to stop. Stop fooling myself. Because it did not work for me. It didn't. And it won't work for you. If you're going back doing the same old thing, you'll get the same old results, man. You're going to get the same results. It ain't going to change. That corner has not changed. That woman that you used to deal with has not changed. And even if she did change, she ain't changed for you. You change so you can't deal with her no more. If you change, think about that. If you change, and she may not have changed, you, you're a different guy now. You don't want the same stuff she wanted. Think about it. And if you want the same thing she wants, then you got to ask yourself, have I really changed? See that? Have I really changed? Ain't so much about them because you ain't changing for them. You changing for you. You changing for you. You got to make sure you in a position to get the things that God has for you. Say it again. You got to make sure you're getting you're changed to get the things that God has stationed for you. I keep telling y'all men, is there stuff out there with your name on it right now? But you got to get yourself in position so that you can go get it. It's there. It's waiting on you. It's waiting on you. You got to get yourself in position to go get it. It's waiting on you. I'm telling you, it's waiting. Think about it. It's waiting. But you, got, you can't get it unless you're in position to get it. You got to be in position. Well, guess what? You got to finish this journey. You can't keep stopping. You got to finish it. You got to finish it. You got to keep going. You got to look at the incremental pieces that you've done. You got to measure where you are now. Hey, I've gotten this far. I got this money taken care of. I got this bill taken care of. I got this out of my way. I got this out of my way. I'm moving forward. And you got to be so focused that anything that does not put you where you need to go, you got to drop it. Say it again. You got to drop it. You got to drop it. Distractions going to come. People going to come. But distractions going to come, they're going to go. People going to come and go. You got to stay focused. You have to stay focused. Yes. Uh, okay. This is my third time in this program. Okay. And every time... I get in the middle, like this. You know what I'm saying? I see my progress. I see my progress. And I always start looking to the left and to the right. Yep. Why? Because I get off. I get off of me. You get off of you? And sometimes we're scared of success. <laughs> Sometimes we're comfortable with faith. <laughs> I know that might have shocked you when I said it. What does that mean? Sometimes we're comfortable with faith. What did you get ready to say? Because we know to, what to expect with faith. We 
know what failure feels like. You know what it is to be down all the time. Yep. Success is it's scary, man. Look at that. Yeah. Success is scary. It's scary because it's unknown. Yes. And when you start getting success, guess what? Some people start dropping off. <laughs> some some of them old folks start dropping off. You think you all of that? You 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 don't remember where you come from and, and uh, all those kind. Of, so you stop. I don't want to be like that because I want to be down. Because now you're at a point to receive help. 
There was times every man in here, including me, wasn't open to help. And help was always really there. And we ignored it. We ignored it. Think about it. When you was in school as a kid, help was there. That neighborhood, help was there. That janitor, help was there. That preacher, that mother, that lady in the community, help was there. You saw help, but you weren't ready to receive. Sometimes we ain't ready to receive a word. Because we so caught up in that, I told you we get in the way. We get in the way. Our ego keeps us from getting the help that we need. And help be right there. Help be so close. You can taste it, but you, I don't want that. I want to do my own thing. Help be right there. Be right there. Help me like, and the sign is saying, and you know how a flashy sign? <laughs> sign just be flashy, and you be ignoring it. Be right there. And you, uh, I don't, I don't want, and that's the help. And you run away from it. Guarantee you, every one of y'all may have a man somewhere or a woman somewhere telling you, cut that friend loose. Boy, you don't need to be hanging around with them. That boy ain't no good. Well, mama, that's my friend. Boy, you ain't got no business dealing with that girl. I love her. But I love her. <laughs> I love her. That girl ain't no good for you, boy. How many of y'all, don't you remember that here and that? You know, they used to say stuff like, you don't, you don't believe fat meat is greasy. Uh -huh. You know, it's gonna kill you. you know, but you need to stop. You would find you would find a man on the street drinking and telling you all the while, don't you been drinking like me? You said, Well, you're telling me not to drink, but you're drinking. He's telling you the help was there. Somebody give me one of those situations where help was you just ignore it. Push your way. Help. Help was there. You ignored. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, my daddy used to drive out around, and I used to be in the car with him. And he used to point out people that was on drugs, not to put them down in there like that, but he used to say, son, you see that man? He had his own business. He had this. But he got on drugs, and now look at him. He on the street, and he was saying, you know what I'm saying? This is what drugs do to you. You know, he went through the whole formality, but I still end up. You still end up using drugs. When I was in this program two years ago, and I thought I had it and left. And obviously, I didn't have it. Look where I am now. You're back. It's great that you made it back. Some men wouldn't made it back. In 2003, I was selling CDs. You know, I was making decent money. It was decent. The guy put me onto the game, but I wanted fast money. I started robbing bank and ended up doing 17 years in prison. Wow. You can say he was selling CDs, man. Good money, CDs. CD money wasn't enough. So I gotta go get the Bank of America. I gotta get some real money. <laughs> See these money enough. Man. See that? See that? And then did 17 years in prison behind. Come here in a minute. I had a hand over here. I was gonna say it's like an example for me, like when help was there, was like coming up, and you see like the schoolyard legends to play ball, and you know they like started drinking and stuff like that, and. Tell you like leave this alone, you know what I mean? But y'all be quiet and go give me a bill or something like that. And, and, and they go get it for you because they want the change. That's that's like some of the earliest 
that uh, I can relate to. So I've been doing it, you know what I mean, 30 years. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. You know? Wow. Liquor store owner refused to sell me some boobs, so I threw up on his front porch. <laughs> so the liquor store owner refused to sell you some boobs. Well, I mean, no. So you threw up on his porch. life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family in you. So God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we may have said or done that will breach our relationship with you and even each other. God, I pray that in the midst of what's going on in our world, God, that you would change the atmosphere so we can hear and receive from you, God. God, I pray that for every man here, you help them to know and believe that there's more people concerned about their success than their faith. God, wherever their mind may be right now, God, bring it in the room, God, so that they'll be open and available 
to what you may have to say today. We give you glory, we give you honor. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Um, let it go to grow. Um, one of the biggest things I think that prevents us from moving forward is our ego. Because the ego says, I want what I want. When I want it, how I want it. I want what I want, when I want it, how I want it. And the ego is going to always go against the grain. The grain of life, put it like that. Life might say, you need to do this, but the ego says, I need to do that. Egos always will, will go with what you want versus what you need. Because you can want a thing, but by wanting it, you bypass what you need. To the ego, say, I want this woman right now. Need might say that might not be good for you right now, but because the ego says you want it, you go after it. Ego may say, I want this particular amount of money. Illegal. Not legal. But if you don't have that money from a legal standpoint, guess what? Ego starts saying, you go get it illegal. Because you want it. I want it now. I don't want to wait. So when you have a will or your ego that says, I want it now. I'm not willing to wait. That means you don't care about who you hurt or how you go about getting it. Because all you're trying to satisfy at that moment is ego. Or, as I stated to you before, your <clears throat> emotions. You're just trying to feel better. That's what ego is about, how I feel. I'm being ruled by how I feel. See that? My emotions are ruling me. That's why people drink. That's why people smoke. That's why people rob, do whatever, because they're being driven by their emotions. So if the emotions are driving you, every decision that you're making is an emotional decision. See that? There's no thought put in it. It's, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. It's like a kid. This is what I want. This is what I want to do. So there's no boundaries set with that. See what I mean? When you start putting boundaries and putting some controls in place, now you beginning to manage this a little bit different. The reason why I say letting go to grow is that when you letting go some thought processes in this ego, that means you're growing. But if you don't let them go, you can't grow. See, that's where we get into this, this fight of letting go to grow. Do I really want to let this go? Do I really want to change the way I see the world to be better in the world? Because ego says, I want it now. I don't care about consequences. I don't really think about the consequences. I'm thinking about the, the reward of me getting what I want to get right now. <coughs> Does that make sense? I want what I want right now. Say it. I want what I want right now. Even though 
What I want right now can hurt me. Yet, I want what I want right now. Yeah. So, so what happens, your will, a.k.a. going along with your ego, says, I want what I want now. So when I say letting go to grow, letting go that that thought process, I want what I want right now, it's hard. Because if I want what I want right now, then why am I going to let go what I want? Because what you want got you in your situation. So you might need to be trying to want something else. Okay. Somebody else tell me. Why? Why I don't want to let go what I want? Because what you want feels good. Because it feels good? Okay, what else? Why I don't want to let go what I want? Your pride. Comfortable? Comfortable with it? You said comfort, pride, <laughs> feel good. What else? Why you want to let it go? Awesome. But you know it's killing you, though, but you still hold on to it. Why? Because I don't want to be honest with myself. Or I don't want to face myself. What else? Not being cool. Not being cool. Sometimes a person don't know how to do something different. They don't know how to do something different. Yeah. Don't want to change. Don't want to change. See, that difference means change. Yeah. So I don't want to do something different. I don't want to really Say it again. Change. It's not that I don't want to do something different. It's that I don't want to change. But difference means change. See that? See how we, we, we struggle with that? I don't want to do something different. So if you say I don't want to do something different, that means I don't really want to change. And if I'm changing, I'm doing something different. Wow. Look at them two words now. Because we use them, I don't want because we'll say it in a minute. I don't want to do nothing different. Because when you say, I don't want to do something different, you're really saying, I do not want to change. Yes. Uh, and for me, at time when I did want to change, to make you feel better, even though I didn't want to change, I would just have good attention. But good attention. Good intentions, again. I tend to I won't and back to that won't is again won't and intentions kind of hang out together. I tended to do what was right. I wanted to do what was right, but I didn't do it because I wanted to. I had a desire to do it. Desire to do it. My intentions was to do it. Intentions. You know, I really started out with, I really wanted to finish school. I wanted to finish that program. My intention was to finish, but I didn't. But I didn't. I really wanted to uh, avoid going to jail. My intention was not to get caught. 
But I got caught. I wasn't intending on doing see we good work because we love that a lot. We'll say it again. My intentions. My desire. Won't. All that goes together. I desire. I want to do it. Letting go is a commitment. You got to be committed to letting go. See, and sometimes we're not committed to letting go because committing also brings a level of responsibility. If I commit, that means I have to be responsible. And you know what word floats around with commitment and responsibility? What do you think the next word is? Accountability. Accountability. Take them three words. Commit, accountability, responsibility. That'd be a whole new person. So if you want to, you know, yeah, commit, accountability, responsibility. Most of the stuff we struggle in our lives about is those three things. Commit, accountability, responsibility. Say that with me. Commit, commit accountability, responsibility. Commit, commit. Accountability, Accountability. Responsibility. responsibility. When you look at the things in your life and you don't have what you really need to have, you're not where you need to be, it's going to flow with that commit or commitment. Accountability and responsibility. Because somewhere down the line, you didn't do that. I guarantee you can track it right now. Somebody tell me somewhere in your life where you wasn't accountable. Tell me somewhere in your life where you were not accountable and it ended up costing you a prior or uh, an opportunity. Like like in high school, like, like where it all started at, I went from being an A student and on the baseball team, you know, to drinking, smoking, you know, I wasn't committed to my grades. I wasn't, you know what I mean? See that? I wasn't accountable to like my parents. I wasn't being responsible. And then the next thing you know, my scholarship gone in penitentiary. And then I haven't been able to get back to that person. And, I, and I'm 51. 51? And what year, how old were you then? Shit, like 17. 17, 51. Uh, and I've been. 17, what we got there? Yeah. Over 30 years, right? Yeah. About 34 years, right? Just from not staying committed, accountable, and responsible, 34 years of his life was based on not staying committed. Because if we flip that script, if he stayed committed, responsible, and accountable, what would his life be? I would have took that scholarship. Had a scholarship, lost a scholarship. The reason why sometimes you have to look at that stuff is so that you don't keep duplicating the same behavior. 
See, that's why past, people say that. If you keep looking at your past, you're subject to duplicate the same behavior. You know the past. You know what happened. When you gonna let go to grow? When you gonna let go some behaviors? Because that's what we gotta let go. Really, it's, it's our thoughts inside behavior. Our thoughts translate into our behavior. Our behavior translates into our outcome. How you think has a lot to do with how you behave. And how you behave has a lot to do with the end result, the outcome. So you gotta let go old thoughts, old behaviors. And it's hard to let go, especially when you want to keep doing what you want to do. Your will. That's the counter. That's the fight. The fight is, do I really want to do this? Or do I really need to do it? It's that will. Your will. My will. Well, I'm going to let my ego drive me. I'm going to learn how to manage my ego. Your, your wants versus your needs. Yeah, yeah. See, need, like I keep telling you, need will never disguise itself as a want, but a want can always disguise itself as a need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where you got to be careful at, because we will start allowing a want to really start driving us as though it's a need. And it's really a want. But it doesn't disguise itself so much, and you don't you know, tied into it so much, so now, now it becomes a need for you. It becomes a need, but it's still, when you look at, when you break it down, it's still a want. My want, my want of a woman disguises itself into a need. And when I go there, because I think I'm a man, you know, my ego, tell me all the reason why I shouldn't do this, but you end up resulting back to the things that uh, get me caught up. Yeah, good point that you said that having a woman at a certain time makes you feel like you need one. Yeah. I just need a woman. And so that means if you allow that want to start becoming such a need, then now what happens, you may get into, you may get with a woman. But is that the right woman? Is the right time for that woman? But if you allow your desire, your emotions to drive you, I need a woman. See that? You really want a woman. But now you say, I need a woman, so you're making it essential. I can't live without a woman. Because that's what need is, essential. See that? And that's not true. But if you start operating in your wants, Camouflage or let your wants appear to be a need, guess what happened? You start making some bad decisions. You start making decisions based on what you want, not what you need. I was going to say is like when you say that commitment, that accountability, and that responsibility, I did that. I just did it the wrong way. That's my point. But you did it the wrong way because you allowed your emotions to dictate. See that? The woman piece, that's an emotional piece to a degree. It is. It's an emotional, but then you turn it to a physical, I just got to have her. And you can pick the wrong woman because you're going on your emotions. 
Think about it. Not that a woman is bad, but if you ain't in the right place, the right mindset, you're going to pick the wrong one. Because you're going to base it on what you feel, but not what you know. Think about it. Think about it. Some of you guys will pick a woman right now because you're allowing your physical desire to not get with your mental thought process. You ain't got no money. What you want, not what you need. Man, I want a woman now because I've been without a woman for a while. Right. <laughs> got that shake, got to get that shake on. I ain't seen no woman in a while. So you end up getting the first thing smoking. And that's what it might be. Smoke, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> might be some fire. <laughs> might be some fire you need to stay away from. But your emotions, though, are Think about it. You in here with all these men. Right? You ain't seen, you ain't been close to a woman in a while. You get out here, okay, I'm doing a little bit better now. This is what's going to happen, I'm telling you. Doing a little bit better. Got some money in my pocket now. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, you be shaking with the money in your pocket. You already got a shake started. Got some money in my pocket now. I'm going to go hook up with somebody. Because you're going with your emotions. Not thinking through, but you acting through. So you start acting, so you go get caught up in a relationship, and now you, your whole program done shifted. Now you're trying to catch up with this woman. Now you're spending time with this woman when you should be spending time developing you. Now you might get caught up in some other stuff that this woman's doing that you really don't want to do, but because you done got emotionally hooked, you're willing to compromise you. See that? All started with my ego. I want what I want. Versus I need to sit down and get myself together. Yeah, see that? That woman was really a wound. It wasn't a need, but it disguised itself as a need. See that? It disguised itself. I need a woman right now. I don't know what kind of woman I want. I need, but I just want one. Yeah, ain't got nothing wrong with you getting the one. But you need to make sure you together and you ain't basing stuff just on what you want and what you need. Why you need a woman when you can't barely take care of you? That don't make no sense. You can barely feed, clothes, shelter for you, but you finna go get a woman. But y'all both gonna be homeless? I've seen that though. Yeah. Now, they may have been married, but I'm just saying, they ain't married. You homeless and a woman homeless. What a homeless woman going to do for you? What? See, but, but how we let, how we going to let go? And I'm saying letting go, that ego. Yeah, because there's some ways, man, that ego you got to let go. Some ways. Because if you don't, it's going to keep driving you. And you're going to keep making bad decisions. You're going to keep making because you're going to be like, I can get away with this. This is good. This is fine. Oh, yeah. This, this is straight. Yeah, I, I can do this. Versus growing. Every guy who, who's growing had to let go of the ego. Yeah. When you even see a team sport, you got to see, guy have to say, you know something? I'm the quarterback. You the wide receiver. You the running back. How do we work together? See that? 
you have seen some people that will not make it to the level where they need to make it at the cost, they're going to let their ego go. They're being driven by their ego so much to where it's about me. Notice. Notice, in a championship team, it ain't no one person winning the game. It's not. You can have a couple superstars, but that's one superstar ain't going to win the game. Jordan had to learn that in his career. He was making a lot of points, but he wasn't winning no championship. <laughs> you can't make it without other people, but if you don't get your ego under control and your will, you'll stop making emotional decisions. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I was going to say, uh, what is the definition of ego? I just want that. Ego. There's, there's three pieces of ego. Pull that up from It's on the chart. Ego. Ego. A person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Will expressing the future tense, expressing uh, events. Ego, a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. So your ego says how important you are. Who am I? Starts with the ego. Self-esteem. Got it? Yeah. How you see yourself. Because um, I'm just thinking, you know, for myself at one point, my self-esteem was real low. So, and I went through a lot of things and did a lot of things, and I'm just thinking, it had to be something else just beside my ego because my self-esteem was, because I thought the worst of me. Okay. So I ain't had no ego there. You had low self-esteem yeah, low at self that time. You know but ego can also be high self-esteem. You see what I'm saying? You can have it's it's it's, it's two it's another piece to the ego. They call it the it. Okay, it could be considered the super ego. There's see there's different pieces to you when we start talking about ego. Now I have to break that down at another date for you. But there's pieces to that ego that is about me getting what I want right now. Instant. I want it now. Yes. Yeah, I got a question from what he kind of said. Like, did your self-esteem fall into your insecurities or yeah. They... yeah, your insecurities. Your insecurities can have a lot to do with your level of self-esteem. Because, see, insecure people worry about what other people think about them. See that? Insecure people think about, worry about how other people see them. Egotistical people See, I don't care about what you think about. Two or three. I should have looked at self-worth instead of just Okay. Yeah. See, self-esteem is just that there. See what it say? Esteem of self. Self-will, willingness, especially in satisfying one's own desire or inheriting to one's own opinion. Uh, self-will. So when you get into these thought processes, it has a lot to do with why you make decisions the way you make them. When they say an egotistical person, that means a person who really is not concerned about people. They do what they want to do. Doesn't matter how they affect people, how they hurt people, it's all about them. When they say egotistical, see that? I mean, they don't care 
They don't care about what you think. They don't. A person who got a certain type of ego, they don't care if you say something negative or positive. They don't care because it ain't about you. It's about them. And so they can be very selfish when it's about them. Because when it's about you, that means you'll do whatever you, you want to do as long as you benefit from it. See, that's being egotistical. It's about me. It ain't about you. I don't care about how you feel. That's a little bit more on the side of being, that's arrogance. Yeah. I was going to say, how do you apply, like in real life, how do you apply the stuff that we learn in to, to, to my morals, my principles, and my values? So 10 minutes later when I go outside, I can still have some of it. Uh, sometimes the stuff that we're talking about is, is designed to counter that. Because what if your morals and values is it's about me and ain't about nobody else? See that? What if your morals are if I find his find keepers, loses weepers? If that's my morals, that I find somebody's wallet and something's in it, and that person need the ID, that person need that, that money in it, I keep it. So what I'm teaching you is to counter that. See that? Because if I don't count, because you may not have those kind of morals. You may have a moral somebody hit you, you hit them back. That's the way your mama told you. See, that's what your mama told But your mama could have been wrong. For <laughs> See that? <laughs> See that? But you've been growing up with that, and you've been thinking that way. Guess what? Now you come to the real world, and you've been in the real world. That doesn't work. So now you hear this other information that's saying that doesn't work. But this is how I've been living. Right. Ain't how you should be living. But this is how I've been living. This is how you need to live differently. But this is how I've been living. So what's happening, what I'm saying is going to count what you've been getting. And so now that's why you, 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 you're trying to do a balancing act. But really, when I say letting go, the growth, it ain't easy because this is what my mama told me. This is what my daddy told me. They told me, uh, 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 grown men don't cry. They told me, you don't tell nobody your business. They told me, you, you uh, somebody hit you, you hit them back. They told me, you need to be able to say whatever you want to say, when you want to say it, however you say it. That's what they told me, but then they didn't tell you the consequences of that. See that? And how that will make you selfish. Instead of working with someone. You see that? But now you're being counted as a grown man. Because think about this. You got a man telling you something that another man didn't tell you. And that man supposed to be your father who was giving you proper instructions. Did, did everybody dad get a wrong instruction? No. But a lot of our fathers didn't give us good instructions because guess what? They didn't get good instructions. So we got a lot of things from the street. So we got a lot. Look here. The brother said we got a lot of stuff from the street. Yeah, that's right. See that? So now you hear a man come and tell you something you've been hearing for 20 years or so that jacked your life up. And he said, no, you got to let that go. No, you, you must be crazy. <laughs> I can't let that go. That's what mama told me. So you saying my mama was wrong? Man, you talking about my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. You talking about my mom? You saying my daddy was wrong? You talking about my dad, man? My dad was good, man. 
My mama was a good woman. She raised all of us. Yeah. They did the best they can with what they were given. But you got to look at what they were given. You got to look at your life and say, wait a minute. Could it be some of the things I was doing was wrong? That don't mean they bad people. It means you got new information. When you know new stuff, you operate with new stuff. Evolve. Evolve. You don't stay the same. See, when you know something different, you do different. You change. You change. They came through a passage, a passage that they probably had to deal with some stuff you don't deal with now. Yeah. So you got to let go some stuff. And the biggest thing we let go sometimes some of our traditions, some of the stuff we've been told. Yeah. And that's hard because you say, wait a minute, mama wasn't wrong. Mama was probably telling you some stuff for survival's sake. Daddy was probably telling you some stuff for survival's sake. Sometimes daddy wasn't there. You gotta let go to grow, man. You gotta let go some stuff. We all do. We all do. I have to let go some stuff to grow. It's about growing so that you can keep going. What? It's about growing so you can keep going. Say, it's about growing. Well, you know, I had to put some Dr. Seuss in there. It's about growing. It's about growing. Keep going. Say, it's about growing. It's about growing. It's about growing. To keep going. Yes. Yeah, we had notepads for y'all. We'll get some more pads for y'all to take notes. It's about growing to keep going. Man, that's deep, yeah. It's about growing to keep going. You can't keep going unless you're growing. You can't. When you stop growing, you might as well just go, we might as well go ahead on and have a funeral service. Yeah, because if you stop growing, you can't keep going because you go, because life keeps growing. Think about it. They got new phone out now. No, they got new telephone, new they talking about battery operated cars. Yeah. 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 That's what they're talking about. Cars driving themselves. Yeah, man. That's growing. That's growing. And they keep going. Keep going. When you stop growing, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you're not. You're going to be in one set. Yeah. And you got to push yourself to keep growing. But you got to let go also so that you can grow. You got to let go some stuff. You can't take that stuff with you, man. Say, it. I can't take it. I can't take it. That old stuff. That, that old stuff. stuff with me. With me. I got to let some stuff go. Got to let everything go. go. You got to, man. You got to let some stuff go to get there. You got to. We all have to, man. We all have to. We all have to let some stuff go. You don't need the eight track no more. Nah, you don't, don't make eight tracks no more. So you get rid of that eight track. You get rid of that cassette. Yeah. I'm still holding on to my CD because I got a CD player in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to 
I still got a lot of CDs, man. But they almost, you almost don't need no CDs, no. Everything's going digital. Everything going digital. But I'm holding on to them CDs, man. That's your ego. That's my ego. Man, that's my supply. I got a lot of CDs. My music. I like my music. You right? I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on. But I know I'm going to have to let it go. What? He said, what? <laughs> about, about that big, about that talk. <laughs> but you know, they brought the record player back, though, man. You know, people doing vinyl again. You know that? People doing vinyl records. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing vinyl again. You know what? I went to pay for my bathroom and then told me we don't pay cash. We don't pay cash. What? You don't pay. Yeah, people people using plastic, all kind of stuff now to get money, you know. And, and I was telling somebody the other day, this is the first time in you know, in my whole practice recently, a lady wrote me a check. Yeah, I ain't never seen that. Wrote me a check. I said, she said, well, I got my checks. I said, I'll take your check. Keep it. <laughs> right, right. People don't really write checks no more. But <laughs> well, this lady in her, in her uh, you know, like 70s, I expected her to have a check. I can trust her with a check. A 20-year-old with a check, I don't know. <laughs> she liked it herself. She pulled a check out. She had a little thing on it. I said, yeah, I'll take your check. Give me your check. But somebody 20, now, I don't want the check. You probably, you probably doing something else. 20-year-old going to be talking about, do you have a cash app? For real. They said, cash app? What's cash app? I made sure I got cash out and Zelle. But that's the that's the new thing. I don't gonna lose no money. Like, I ain't got no cash out. That's all right. You ain't got no cash. You, do, you take a card, that card, I take it off. Yeah, you can do that on the But that's my point. That means I had to change. How I'm gonna be in practice and I don't know how people pay. And you limit, you say I don't take no money. I don't take money, I don't take checks. I'm, you're just saying what all you're not going to take. When some people have not changed to that. See that? Everybody ain't changed. Some people still have checks. Some people still operate with money. Some people operate with credit cards. Some people operate with sale. Some people operate with cash out. So if you got everything, you meet the needs of everybody. See that? You think you go somewhere and they're going to tell you they ain't going to take no cash money to a degree? That's money they're going to lose. Oh, yeah, See that? You got to be flexible. That's what you have to learn, how to be flexible and to let go of some stuff. Yeah. But I don't really advertise checks. That lady had a check. She was 70 some years old. Finger right there, check. Yeah, you expect her to have a check. I expected her to have one. She ain't into all the new stuff. Now she had sent her daughter in there. Her daughter said, Mama, you don't send that. Zia. I had to get him because I had to change. I had to change. You right? I may have to give up them all. I told one time I was getting ready to rent a car. I was renting this car a couple years ago. And I got in the car and I was upset. I said, Where's the CD player at? Oh. So I got all these CDs. Where's the CD player at? I said, I can't play no music. Got a Bluetooth. My wife said, hold on a minute. 
She had a little, little device hooked into my phone. And yeah. I hit my phone, all my music that I had on my phone was playing. Oh, yeah, I said, what? Right. You know, then I got, you know, I got real happy. <laughs> I, ain't got to do, I ain't got to carry all these CDs. <laughs> let, me, let me make sure I get in this car and have this music, you know, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, all that <laughs> the stuff. Came apart with them. I don't carry my CDs that much now. I carry my phone. <laughs> And hook that Bluetooth up. See them? But again, that's changed. Yeah, yeah. That's changed. I stopped buying CDs for a while. You know, when I go to jazz festivals, I may buy a CD every now and then, but I don't fool with CDs that much. I got a lot of them in my car now. But again, that Bluetooth piece. It's so convenient. You put it in there, you listen to anything you want to listen to, man. Yeah, that, that, but see again, let it go. It grow. But when I got in that car, when I, when I first got in the car, I was upset. So I was like, man, I ain't gonna be able to listen on music on this long ride to Florida. She's not hook this thing up. But this was the only man. Change. Doing something different. See that? So you gotta let go of some stuff, man. You do to grow. That's all it's about, man. You you about growth right now. You ain't about being in the past. You ain't about stagnation. You ain't about sabotaging your life. You about growing right now. Let go so that you can grow. Let go so that you can grow. World is waiting on you. What you gonna do? World is waiting on you. What you gonna do? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? What you gonna do?